I love the power glove. It's so bad. Yeah, well, uh, just keep your power gloves off her, pal, huh? Gloves off her, pal. Hello, welcome to the first edition of the Power Glove Podcast. This is my $1 and up Patreon podcast where I talk about video games. Because as you know, I was raised off a VCR and a Nintendo Entertainment System. My passions for both still remain. I just try to limit on the secondary because not everyone is into them even though apparently it is surpassed in volume of dollars spent by the average American per year. Still, it's got a stigma. No one wants to date a dude that plays video games for five hours every single day. So limit it to one. And anyway, so yeah, this is going to be on the free free feed and only this one. So if you like it, cough up a dollar a month, man. It's not expensive. Um, and speaking of the Patreon, this episode is brought to you by H1N1 Zombies and Nick Neo, both great people. And, uh, yeah, I mean, they're paying for it, right? But actually, no, I actually have a real relationship with H1N1 Zombies. The dude's, dude's a mensch, known him for years. Um, but he actually joined the Patreon because he likes the product, not just because he knows me and owes me $20. So today... I thought episode one might as well talk about probably the game with the most awards than any other video game that ever has been released. I think it's celebrating its 12th birthday, and that would be Skyrim. Who hasn't played Skyrim? Everyone's played this game, right? You know, it, so uh, what can I say that you probably don't know about it? And if you haven't played it, you're like the weird guy of all, I'm, I'm saying guy, I'm just assuming. Um, that plays video games that never played it because it's like one of those synonymous things. I only know one person that hasn't played it. Um, actually, two. Funny enough, they're both named Jeff. And then when I let it borrow one, um, it, it that's like the only thing they play basically now. That and GTA, which I don't know how those respond. But anyway, all right. And with that, kill the Mega Man and we'll get on with it. All right? But, you know... To be fair, it is only my first episode, so, you know. Well, to be fair. Well, don't say to be fair. Hate when people say to be fair. Oh, to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. Uh, to be fair. To be fair. All right, there we go. Put on some cool Skyrim music. Obviously, I don't own the rights to this, but... <laughs> I mean, this is going to be the only one probably on YouTube anyway, if it even makes it, so... Yeah, so, uh, shit, things I want to talk about this game. Um, what makes it so great? Well, check this out. If you have the PS3 version, I don't know if Xbox did this, but I do know for a fact that um, PlayStation did this. You would get the, uh, the PS4 version for free, which is awesome. It's updated graphics and everything else like that. Now, if you have the PS4 version, 
uh, or, or the 3 version that's converted over and you have a PS5, guess what? You get the PS5 version. And dude, oh my lord, it is a night and day difference. In fact, it kind of made me a little ill when I first started playing it because of just how... Uh, it 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 doesn't look flat. It looks very three dimensional, and it, and it's a shock to the senses. If say you play the four, because I was playing the four, and I flipped over to the five, because I'm like, oh shit, it's free free to play. Screw it. It keeps all your saves and everything else. But damn, does it make a difference? I mean, as we all know in that game, there's times where you're walking around and you're like, whoa, this is just so fucking gorgeous, you know. And a lot of the game too is is if unless you're a grinder. The great thing about the game is you could spend hours upon hours upon hours just like wandering around, especially with the DLCs, which are free, by the way, and just exploring things. And this really brings it to a new level of just immerseness. Now, if you're probably like me, you probably made more than one character and haven't even explored everything. I'm guilty of this. I had this game at like about a couple of months after launch. Jonathan Fallen and Vodcast AF talked me into getting it. He's like, dude, you would love this game. It's like great he doesn't sound like that but you know he sounds something like that and uh so i played every type i think my first character i got the farthest from and actually beat it because i mean for a while i had this game for about a year and didn't even beat the game i was just like exploring 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 and uh i played like a elf um stealth assassin which is probably a lot of people's favorite uh build it is really fun but then i put it down and then when i got a ps4 and i was like all right i'm gonna i'm gonna play this again you know I decided just to kind of go with the story and base the character off the story. So I played as a Nord fighter, you know, heavy armor, sword shield, that kind of thing. Um, actually, axe. And I do recommend if you haven't played this game, do it that way because it is the easiest build to play through. It's just being a tank with a shield, especially. And uh, you could you could rush through that game. You could beat the main story very quick, like a lot quicker than you think if you just start the game and just play it. Um, cause this game is a 300 plus hour game easy. And that's not even doing everything. That's just, you know, doing the missions that you want to do, beating the game before you get bored, but you could actually rush through and just like power through the game in like 20 hours, which for a Bethesda role-playing game is actually quite short, but it's only know if you know what you're doing. And then now picking it up again on PS5, I'm like, you know what? I'm always a good guy or, you know, or a, a good guy that's kind of sneaky, you know, stealthy. Fuck it. I'm going to play a goddamn vampire and I'm going to kill every single person in the game. And I'm currently working on that. Um, and it's it's a blast playing a villain. Um, I don't recommend starting out that way because it is a lot harder. People won't sell to you. Guards will constantly be chasing you. But at a certain point, I'm not going to say you're godlike, but... Usually you can get your way out of sticky situation, go back to whatever layer you have because, you know, in the, I'll get to that in a second, and then just kind of hide out and do whatever. Now, if you haven't played the game in a while, uh, let me convince you to pick it back up, especially now that it's, all, it's nearly free. Um, first, community creations. So even if you played this game, I said like before, there is sanctioned creations like New horses, new armor, new spells, new weapons, new everything. And each one of these usually has a mission to tie to it, right? So every single new item in this game has usually about a one to two hour story around it. So boom, if you download all of them, which by the way, they're all free, 
you just added another 60 hours. I know, right? Like there's more shit to do in Skyrim. To the point where every time you level up a few times, a courier would go, oh, I was looking for you. Here you go. And then boom, a new mission unlocks. Now, the cool thing is, is some of these missions have some beautiful homes. And as y'all know, if you're a Skyrim player, when you get to a certain point, you're like, man, I need a cool house. I need a cool wife or husband. Maybe I'll even adopt a child and decorate this house. And, and it becomes, I mean, that's kind of one of the funnest things about world building. You can actually build your own houses in this game. That's how uh, creators came up with them. I've never fucked around with it because the ones they build are just so great. You're, it's like, they're not possible to tap. Now, the ones that I've discovered is there's three of them. There's a really cool Vikings-like home on the western side of the map and uh that mission's called a warrior's challenge that one's really dope because you get it really early in the game so if you're a tank you could go ahead and get your own spot really quick i mean with alchemy lab um enchanters um uh you know full-on everything to uh, smith station all that good stuff and all you got to do is kill one person and it's not even that hard if you save up your potions boom level 12 dude you got your own spot then you can go down to Riften, get married, boom. Then you have your own shop. Not, not even a point to go anywhere, right? The second one, which is a lot harder to get, but this is where my heal character is living right now. It's really cool. Uh, I forgot what it's called, but it's on the northern part of the map next to the Shrine of Azura. Isn't it sad I know all these locations? Uh, and <laughs> uh, But this, it's the mission's called A Guest for Dinner where someone is uh, bequeaths, it's a really actually cool story. Uh, someone bequeaths to you this home, but not only you, 12 other people, right? And it reminds me of the movie, Would You Rather? So you all go to this, and the cool thing is it's just a cave. And when you go inside the cave, there's this beautiful stone mansion within the cave. And you're like, whoa, this is badass looking. And then you all sit down for dinner, and you notice that everyone serving you, all the waiters and everything else have like glowing red eyes. Well, guess what? They're all fucking vampires. So they all attempt to kill all of you. Now, if you kill them all, you get to keep the house. And if and there are any survivors, which there's probably not going to be, they'll just say, I'm indebted to you. Thanks for saving my life. And you go, fuck you. The house is mine anyway. So they're like, whatever. Thanks for saving my life, dude. Don't have to be an asshole. And this house is even cooler. It's very dark. It's very gothic. There's a lot of great albums, just uh, albums, great items straight up in the house. Like there's a set of vampire armor there that gives you like bonus to um, destruction and magic regen. And it's it's like the prime vampire one. So like from the gate, you have a great set of armor if you're not into um, doing all the blacksmithing and everything else like that. Uh, full on alchemy lab. Tons of materials there, but it also is the only house I've ever seen with a staff rechargeable thing. So if you have a staff that you like to use, boom, you can recharge it here. I've never even seen it before, like in any other house. I'm like, that's badass. The aesthetic of it looks really cool. Think like if Dracula's castle looked more magical. And uh, the only problem is it's out of the way of everything. But the good thing is, is just like the Viking one I was just speaking of, um, uh, the warrior challenge one it's right next to a dragon's den so if you really need those dragon bones all you have to do is just walk outside and kind of you know now it doesn't become a nuisance where a dragon flies every time but usually about once a week it will respawn so boom you have that too to uh, update your dragon shouts and all that good stuff um the other cool thing is there's uh 
there's player creations. So let's say you're a Final Fantasy fan and you want Yuna's outfit, guess what? You can get it. Or let's say you want a Fallout aesthetic instead of Skyrim. I don't know why you would, but maybe you do. Boom, you can get it. There is so many hacks and mods and you don't have to be a PC player to get them. You could just get them now via the game. It's really cool, it's really great. Um, some people have totally populated cities where you could like double or triple. Uh, people make their own NPCs so your cities aren't kind of like sparse they're bustling um that's really awesome um i so like i said even if you played the game a million times check it out um because there's just so much stuff to do with a game that's free why buy a new one when you can re-explore an old one right isn't that why the game genie was invented at least that's what i remember their pitch was now let me tell you some of the exploits everyone loves exploits to video games, especially if you haven't played this game in a while, you lost your save, you're starting at level one. Well, I'm pretty sure everyone knows about the bear exploit. And that's in the very beginning of the uh, game, no matter what size you choose, there's a cave bear right before you leave uh, the, the first area. And um, whoever you choose to be with you, they give you a bow and they go, let's sneak by it. Or if you're feeling brave, go ahead and attack it. So, Everyone knows that you could take a hair tie, tie it around the controller, and have you just sneak in the corner, and then just go make lunch and shit, and you'll level up. You can get your sneak all the way to 100, and then if you're really so brazen, you could go ahead and master that uh, sneak skill so it goes back to 15, and do it again, and again, and again. That being said, the harder, rarer monsters will come out the higher level you are, but also the better gear it will drop. So anyway, um, but a lot of people don't know that you could actually do this in many areas. So in uh, uh, Whiterun, which is the center city, it's kind of the main city. It, you, would, you have to kind of start there. It starts the main quest, but a lot of people choose to go there because all the uh, vendors and stuff are right by each other, and there's three blacksmiths instead of just one or two. Um, anyway, but it's all in a centralized area, so you could actually do your shopping like really quickly. Whereas, say, if you're in like you know Rivendale or whatever, it's like it's really hard to get all that shit done, and you're just so familiar with it too. Anyway, I digress. There is a really cool exploit you can do here well first off you can do the sneaking exploit all you do is go in the Jarl's castle and you go there's two bookshelves right next to each other now a lot of people go and sit and have dinner there all the time plus you have the Jarl and his guards there so when you sneak there it's you get more points because there's more people walking around so yeah it takes a minute but you level up so much faster than that stupid bear thing so fuck the bear thing do this instead Another exploit you could do in Whiterun. Everyone knows about the iron daggers, right? Where you just get iron and leather and make iron daggers. No, don't do that. That takes way too long. Of course, make iron daggers, yes, but you wanna buy steel instead. Cause once you get steel smithing, you could make iron arrows and, and there's a place to cut wood there. So don't throw away that wood cutting ax, keep it. Here's why. Steel arrows, making them give you a totally better like level up progress. Also, they sell for more. Now, whatever you choose to do, say if you go to Dwarven or Elven or whatever path you want to do on Armory, guess what? You could also make those and all you need is wood. You don't have to worry about leather anymore. And like I said, it takes a lot quicker. Now, if you still do all the, uh, all the stupid daggers, the next exploit is for you. 
go and do the um, the Shrine of Azura. I think it's called the Black Star Quest. Go do that like as soon as you get anything of um, soul sucking, because you could just do that over and over and over again, and just keep making those daggers. And if you get those daggers, you could enchant them, and it levels up your enchanting so quick. It's the first thing you could max out in the game. And go ahead and do that, right? Now, if you already done that with your stealth, you already did that with that, and you're working on your blacksmith, cash in one of those, meaning restart them over. I recommend stealth. And put all that shit into uh, in, um, uh, alchemy. You could make potions. One of my characters makes potions that are four grand. So I never run out of money. Now your speech goes all the way up. So my exploit is basically this. Do those in kind of a rotation and you'll be at level 30 in a week rather than you know a month or so. Now, if you didn't know this and you run out of money, you're like, Zach, where are you getting all the money for this? Aha, that's a great question. I'll tell you how. There is a secret chest under... Yorlin Greymane in Whiterun. What? No, there's not. Yeah, there is. By the Gilder Green Tree, right? If you walk west by northwest, there is a building there. Um, I don't know whose it is. I think it actually is his place. If you And there's a bush right by there. Now, if you can't exactly find it from my description, there's tons of things on the internet to find it. But just trust me. If you walk around this building, there's a bush, and if you just stand there, you'll fall underneath the the uh, uh, the map, and you're like, "What the fuck?" You know, it, it's a and you think at first it's a glitch, but I guarantee it, it's a programmer's nod. At least this is my belief to Mario Three, because in the beginning of Mario Three, if you duck down at a certain spot, you'll go behind the map. Anyway. When you fall down behind the map, you're like, shit, do I reload my game? Don't. What you want to do is you want to walk exactly west. You'll see like a little ramp underneath the map, and it leads to a waterfall. Hug that waterfall, go totally around the city, and then you'll see uh, Dragon's Reach. Right in between Dragon's Reach, where um, Yorlin Greymane's little forges there's rocks you could walk through those rocks and you see a chest i'm not even bullshitting you that's just hovering there just magically this chest refills every 48 hours it has about 2500 gold in it plus whatever character level you are it has gear appropriated to that so if one were so inclined you could make 4000 gold at level one every 48 hours and it, the more you do it I, I mean per 48 hours right because you just sell back your stuff when you get in higher levels uh even more well i don't mean level one more like level 10 to 20. and then you start getting really good gear like you can get like skyforge steel gear you can get like elven gear later on orc gear and all that you get the idea all the way up to glass and ebony um yeah so those are my exploits. If you want to play the game again, go check it out. Uh, let's see. Another thing about this game that makes it so cool is who you side with. And a lot of people think it doesn't matter. It actually does. Last time I did, um, I sided with the dragons. I sided with the uh, the Dawn Guard, And I sided with um, the Stormcloaks. And this time I'm going to do the opposite. I'm going to go Imperial. And I'm going to side with the vampires themselves. And I'm also going to side with the blades. So we'll see. 
I mean, either way, it's fun. I am an achievement whore, uh, so I really like getting those achievements. So we'll kind of see how it works out. Um, but yeah, anyway, so that's my little uh, episode on Skyrim and video games in general. It's my first episode. I didn't really know how to do this. Um, you know, I, I thought they'd be kind of a little shorter than a movie because there's so much to talk about. If I was actually walk through, this could be a weekly podcast, and I didn't really feel like doing that. And uh, yeah, there you go. I think my next one is going to be on the Resident Evil 4 remake that I really dug. But don't worry, I'm going to do some retro games too, or at least games that are based off retro games. Like for instance, um, the other game I'm playing right now is... Uh, the only other games I'm playing right now are the new WWE games, and they're kind of all the same, but I, I still want to talk about them. But more importantly, Octopath Traveler Part 2... Oh, fuck, man. The Octopath Traveler series is so good. The music, the visuals. It, it's a throwback to, like, the early Final Fantasy, say, Final Fantasy IV, Final Fantasy VI, but with really updated graphics, great side... side. I'll get into it when I get into it. All right, so if you like this, remember, our Patreon's only a dollar. You'll be four episodes ahead. Um, you could use it on the Patreon app, which is super easy to use. Um, and I, I like it a lot better than any of my other players. And of course, there's no like commercials or anything they insert. And uh, yeah, everyone you follow, boom, you you know, I, I would say follow other people too, but follow me first because I'm only a dollar and usually most of them are three to five. So what's a dollar to you? It's $12 a month. Jesus Christ. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening to... I, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Power Glove Podcast, a subsidiary of the Knife Party Podcast. And with that, I think I need to return some vid video games to Big Burger Video. Wait, yeah, there you go. I don't know. I haven't I haven't thought of a tagline yet. I do know I'm too old for hard mode, though. All right. Good night, everybody. Love you.